My friend Justin is kind of my best partner in crime. We're on our third podcast that we make together, and our second with a niche concept that we make because we feel the need to record ourselves talking about things that we both love. He's someone who I know will always, usually, be down for whatever wild plans I have, ranging from week-long intensive scavenger hunts to making neural network pies to making a podcast about Harry Potter minutia in 2015. We've known each other since childhood and have been really good friends since high school. We have a kind of language, an arsenal of phrases and jokes that we also share with his sister, Chief. We have common interests that are either why we're such good friends or they're interests we've cultivated because we're friends. I worry that it might make us a little insufferable to be around sometimes. For example, the last time they visited me, we saw Crimes of Grindelwald and spent the rest of the night spiraling so deep into our knowledge of Potter lore that we found ourselves huddled on the couch, babbling, absolutely panic-stricken as we started to doubt Albus Dumbledore so much we couldn't figure out if Voldemort ever actually did anything wrong. Even Chief sat that one out. I guess this is just to say that we get each other on a pretty fundamental level. We talk all the time and make a podcast once a week, but I thought it might be fun to turn on the spotlight and interview him about what he's doing doing because A, it's incredibly interesting, and B, it might improve my own limited understanding of it. Justin lives in Dublin and is in his first year of a PhD, which he will explain better than I can. So the the idea of my PhD, uh, I'm in my first year and it's a four-year program, so it's subject to change a little bit over the course of it. But the, the general idea is I am investigating multitasking and interruptions with voice user interfaces. So looking at ways people can multitask where one of those tasks is talking to something like Siri or Alexa. Right. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, no, I, I know that. Forgot how this is supposed to work. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you want to tell me something new? I do need novel answers. <laughs> Like, how did you head towards this program and find that this was what you wanted to do for a PhD? This is this is actually kind of interesting, and I've I've rehashed this a couple of times to other people now, so I'm <laughs> I kind of know how to tell this story at this point. <laughs> so I was a psych major in my undergrad at Williams, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do after I finished, like what I wanted to do with psych. But I kind of knew some of the areas I was interested in, and it was like attention and memory. I thought that stuff was cool. Like I, I knew I didn't want to be like a clinical psychologist or something. Mm -hmm. So then when I went abroad to London, I just signed up for a bunch of different classes. And one of them was offered in the psychology department, but it was called human computer interaction. And mm -hmm. we didn't have a class like that at Williams. And I didn't like know the f that existed, like that was a field. But I took this class and it was really cool. And it was like this, the parts of psych I liked in relation to like how people use computers and like the professor was really engaging and it, it was just a really cool class. So like after the first lecture, I went to him and explained, you know, what I just said. Mm. So he was like, yeah, cool. Like uh, come, come to my lab this week and we'll figure out something for you to do uh, probably in the spring term. And yeah, that spring I did like an independent research project and his lab was all about multitasking. Uh, and a lot of what his lab did was uh, multitasking in cars and basically saying like when people try to like use their phone in a car, they mm -hmm. make really terrible decisions and it goes way worse than they even think. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of my thesis was about like, how can we make multitasking situations more safe? And a focus of that was like using audio and speech as uh, as modalities for using a computer in safe situations and normal situations. Can 
get us to be better at using those in unsafe situations and get us to be more likely to use those like in the car. And after I did that whole project, I was like, okay, cool. What I really want to do, what I'm really more interested in than the multitasking and the like car stuff is the speech stuff. Like, I wonder if there's mm. labs that are doing speech interaction, human computer interaction research. So I wrote to them saying, hey, do you guys know anyone who does this stuff? Or could I come to a PhD? And they pretty unanimously said, like, don't bother with a master's. But yeah, you can come to a PhD at UCL. We don't have a lot of funding right now. Brexit's looming, etc." <laughs> But we know this guy, Ben, in Ireland, who does like exactly what you described. And then I talked to Ben Cowan. And then we like talked on Skype for like an hour about like this stuff in specific because we're both like super nerds about it. And yeah, the rest was history. He told me like, yeah, apply and like we'll we'll figure out your funding and like you can come be my PhD student. And it was great. That See, I actually, I didn't have a great understanding of, of how your uh, research at UCL translated into what you're doing now like I, I didn't super know what you had been studying exactly at UCL so I, I, yeah. I this is it's, it's interesting to me to hear the how that transformed into what you're doing now yeah as you can tell it takes me telling like three years of my life just to get to like the point of like I thought that stuff's really cool yeah. and I just kept reading about it more and more but yeah, and it, because it is, so, it's so highly specific, and it's it's not something that it's like there aren't a bunch of people studying this kind of thing all over the place. So it's it is it takes a lot of of setup to understand like what exactly. Yeah, it is. some weeks me and Ben say, wait, is it just the four of us in this lab that are studying this? <laughs> I mean, is it like the the multitasking stuff? It's it multitasking plus speech is like literally just me in academia plus like people in industry but we don't know who or how many wow i know we we actually talked about this semi-recently on robots but how did you get interested in the kind of like computational creativity thing like how did you get into that like the the kind of stuff that we do on robots that's like for pure fun entertainment purposes and not like actually trying to solve world problems kind of thing yeah, I mean, the same way you did, really, where it was like we found probably via like random Tumblr screenshots in the early 2010s, like <laughs> circa like 2015 or something, we saw like AI weirdness and uh, Object Dreams, mm. which is now Botnik. And like we thought they were really funny and we both thought I want to make <laughs> stuff like that. But also yeah. I have a little bit of programming knowledge. So like I got a little bit into like making it on making the stuff in that way too. But yeah, it was, I mean, we've, we've kind of hashed this on robots a few times now that like, yeah, yeah, we thought the people who were making it were really funny and we wanted to be part of it. <laughs> yeah. On, on, on an entirely, well, a semi different topic from your perspective why did we start making podcasts? Like, why is that something that we started to do and have actually never stopped since we were in high school? Um, so we started, you kind of laid this out in an earlier episode of this show, but we started, True. yeah, we would play like, as I, if you're a follower of robots, you'll hear me say <laughs> on Tuesday, we are not normal humans that can just talk. <laughs> You and I, or uh, you, me, Matt, and Mario, always end up playing games instead of yeah. talking, <laughs> which it's is true. fun. Yeah. It's good, yeah. and uh, <laughs> we, we, I think we've realized, like, man, we play these like improv word games constantly. 
why don't we just record them? Like this is, yeah. we're doing a yeah, podcast with it. no audience. Why don't we just add the audience at this point? And yeah, we, <laughs> I think once you and I in, in particular, like figured out like, okay, this is how you like do something and like make it. And then like, this is how you like kind of make it yours. And like, you can, mm-hmm. you know, make your own website. You can, you know, edit it in the ways you like all that sort of thing. Uh, I think the two of us are just inclined to like, once you can make something yours, you really want to keep making it, I guess. Yeah, no, I think you're totally right. That's a good way to put it. I think that sort of thing happened with us that, you know, we would post it on this like random Podbean host for a while. And it was like, yeah, we're, we're still doing this because like it's fun and it's new. But then I think once we made our own website, it was we were just gone at that point. It was like, okay, now it's ours. And like, we will never stop trying to make weird stuff like this. No, I think you're totally like, this is this is what we do now. (laughs) Yeah, it became part of our identity. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And in in general, I like creative people. And I like being able to say, here's a creative thing that I do. Because I, I know you have like other creative outlets in your life. Like I don't so much like this is my creativity. So like, I really relish that we still do this and like I still have a creative outlet that way. How long do you think we like when (laughs) will we ever stop? Do you like how long do you see us doing this? (laughs) Will we ever stop? Probably. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Why will we stop logistically and then inertia? I think. I think you're right. I think that's a good point. Cool. Yeah, just predicting the death of our own yeah. creative projects. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. yeah. fun. Yeah. This has been day 22 of the February Project. Thanks so much to Justin for letting me interview him on this episode. And his support for this project has been part of what has kept me going. So thanks for that as well. This podcast lives on a website called Backcamp. And the music was by Poddington Bear. <laughs>